0: Not on Twilight Tonic, I have a very special guest. His name is Mike Hatcher. He is the CEO of Mike Catcher's Design, executive producer of Paraflex, and a co-owner at Strange Goat Media. Hi, Mike. How are you tonight?
1: I'm doing good. How are you?
0: I'm great. Thank you so much for coming on. You know, I've heard nothing but phenomenal things about you, Mike.
1: And... That's about time somebody has. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And tell me a little bit about what you do and why the paranormal, what, whatever got you fascinated with the paranormal?
1: Um, well, I, that was the best way to put it. I came. I come from a musician background. Mm-hmm. Um, I played music for about 20 years and I've always, you know, I, I've always been interested in the paranormal. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to have my own little small thing when I got into it at first, just kind of doing, you know, residentials and kind of doing my own studying and research and, you know, kind of like everybody else following Zach Bagans, you know? Mm, Um, and I wanted, I wanted to further it a little bit more. And I was approached by a very good friend of mine, John, and we started dead Republic paranormal Mm -hmm. and we put out two documentaries. One was on Wildwood Sanitarium. And then the other one was Wilson Castle. Uh, we ended up, I ended up uh, leaving that group for creative differences. But um, after that, I started you know, Beyond the dimensions with Ashley Moreno and Jason Baker. Uh, we put out about two episodes and we disbanded. But, you know, I, I, while doing all that, I also do video editing and graphic design, you know, which you see.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that's what I really wanted to do growing up. I wanted to do graphic design, and um, it just, it's it's it was a hard thing to get into. It's so easy for anybody to learn, but yeah. now I just I I do it, you know, on the side for fun, and um, all the marketing and flyers and everything you see for Paraflix. Um, I design all those as well.
0: Oh, very cool. Uh,
1: And, you know, then I I got into filmmaking and I Mm -hmm. I got into film while we were doing our documentaries and I just loved it. And I'm self-taught at everything. So when I, you know, I'm one of those, if I set my mind to it, I, I just do it and I just keep doing it.
0: That's really cool. Now, did you have any paranormal experiences? Is that I know you said you were always fascinated with it. Was there something that happened to you?
1: I had, no, I've always had experiences growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I still remember the first one I had as a child, but that's, it never, you know, a lot of people say that the first is always the one that gets you into it. But mm-hmm. mine, I was older. <laughs> um, excuse me. I was probably, well, actually I was about 20. Um, And it's, it's what really got me into the paranormal was, my stepfather and i i like to you know so many people talk about how their first experience is dark because everybody loves the darkness they they just Mm -hmm. they want a scary story right um myself i was about 20 years old my uh, stepfather passed away and uh he died in the house and i refused like I, i didn't live at home at the time and mm-hmm. I had told my mom, you know, I, I refused to stay the night there. Um, I just, I couldn't do it. Right. So a couple months later, my mom had bought me concert tickets for my 21st birthday. And it was actually the first night I had stayed the night at my mom's house after my stepdad passed away. Mm-hmm. And you know, when, when you lose a parent, there's so many things that run through your mind that's, you know, did he love me? Are we going to be okay? Is everything going to be okay? Am I going to mm. be okay? You know, cause for the last eight months of his life, we didn't talk. Um, That's we right. didn't get along. It, it was very hard. Um, we didn't get along. <clears throat> so I had all those questions running through my mind. And the first night I, I stay at my mom's and I'm laying in the family room, falling asleep on the couch. And next thing you know, I'm just hovering over my body and I just see myself laying there and I go in through the entrance to the kitchen. I go into the kitchen and I turn a right to go into the dining room and my dad is just standing there, light all around him, just Mm. stops, looks at me, Mm. gives me a hug. He said he tells me he loves me and that everything's gonna be okay. And then I woke up.
0: Oh, that's amazing.
1: So after that I started getting into like dream interpretation and kind of understanding Mm -hmm. astral projection. Um, and then it just started gravitating more and more towards the paranormal.
0: Ah, it's so funny to me because when you tell people you're really into the paranormal and trying to find things out, you are right. The first thing that comes to people's mind is dark.
1: Yes. And I'm, I'm a very spiritual person. Um, (laughs) I never used to be. I never used to be anything close to anything spiritual. Um, But yeah, I I like, you know, I like people knowing that there is still a light side of paranormal. It's not all dark.
0: Of course, yes. Some of the best stories I've heard are light. And I really enjoy them immensely. I think they're amazing. So upcoming, you have some magnificent projects coming up, don't you?
1: Um, I do. I'm working right now. It's um, not really on the back burner, and, it, and it's not on hold. Um, I Myself and Jenna Perry, um, mm-hmm. I hear you just had her on the show. Yeah. Oh,
0: she was so sweet. Oh, <laughs> my God. I love her.
1: Oh, she's hilarious. To even travel with her, she's hilarious.
0: Yeah, she was a great gal. <laughs> I, I enjoyed her. She said she was coming up to Ohio soon, and I'm in Fort Wayne, and I was like, well... Let me know, and if you want to stop by, please do. I'd love her to see the Bell Mansion in Fort Wayne. Oh,
1: I'd, yeah, we'd love to get out that way. I know that um, we're working right now. Um, like I said, it's not necessarily on hold or on the back burner. Mm-hmm. I've been going through um, some personal spiritual shadow work that I've been mm-hmm. really, really digging into, because um, this is, you know, this is the team that our premise and what we're trying to do really mm-hmm. needs all of us in the right state of mind, especially me. So, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's a new project It's called Ambulance and Nocte. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know who Jenna is, she just released their documentary um, the crossover discoveries on Paraplex.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's got a uh, Martin, Martin Kreba. I think that's how you say his last name. Mm-hmm. Kleba. From it um but yeah so we're we're doing ambulance and nocte okay um from that it's that's really all i'm doing right now is planning that getting that situated um starting to write a book
0: <laughs> oh my goodness you're busy
1: <laughs> yeah and i work 40 50 hours a week
0: <laughs> oh my goodness but you know I talk to more people and the more and more people I talk to that are into this, the more that I'm finding everyone works so hard, but everybody is so kind.
1: It's, you know, that's really what you need in this field. Um, I wasn't the most kind person probably about three years ago. Um, You know, and then ever since I've been doing a lot of shadow work, it's really, um, it's changed me a lot personally.
0: So, could you please tell my audience what exactly is shadow work? What are you working on?
1: Um, shadow work, and you know, if it's mm-hmm. something you know, a lot of people don't know, it is. It's kind of a pretty popular um, form of therapy. Um, really, what it is is you're diving into your um, your unconscious, the side of your your. Um, the side of your conscious that hides everything Mm. it's uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it It, it's it's like your personal basement okay you know it's where you hide your fear your anxiety um depression numbness anger shame uh and you kind of dig through it and and confront it Mm. Um, it's where your your addictions hide it's all the ugly stuff about you that you Mm. don't want anybody to see or sometimes people do a lot of people you meet you actually only meet their shadow because that's what they're so used to but you don't really know the real person because their shadow is just so overpowering Mm.
0: that's a lot of that is a lot of personal that's not only personal I'm sure it's very emotional as well
1: a lot of it 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 can be um, it'll it'll actually make you start thinking about the possibility of what you were in a past life mm-hmm. um, the kind of person you were because um, everything stores in your shadow um, right you know i'm I'm a firm believer in afterlife that you know our souls just continue um, living in a in a new vessel until we actually live the right the right life that we're meant to live mm-hmm. so when you dig into your shadow work you'll you'll start learning oh I could have been a slave owner I could have been a slave at some point mm-hmm. just because of the way you live your life now
0: interesting wow that sounds like a lot not only a lot of work but I guess that would change you so much after a while
1: I mean it, it you start confronting like even your your inner demons you know with yeah. your addictions and um oh yeah it's it's i went into hiding for like two or three days i didn't talk to anybody but my wife and kids
0: oh uh, well, <laughs> you know that that is intense that oh is yeah intense. have you ever had a soul retrieval i'm sorry what a soul retrieval
1: not that not that i think no
0: uh you might look into that after you do all that work It that's pretty amazing too
1: I will have to look. I, I've I've read into that a little bit, um, mm-hmm. but I don't think that I actually have. Um, what's really weird, and you know, I I've only said this to two people since I have been doing a lot of my shadow work. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I had said earlier that I'm not a religious person. Um, that I'm I'm spiritual.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Before I started getting spiritual, I was um, I would have probably considered myself more of an atheist or agnostic, mm-hmm. um, just based upon the life that I've lived. Um, and then as I started doing shadow work, I, I've only told two people this, that I'm starting to feel like I'm getting closer to some sort of higher power.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, not necessarily, I, I, I don't want to say God, I don't want to say anything cause I don't mm-hmm. know what that is or what it feels like. Um, but i do feel myself getting to some sort of i don't know feeling
0: mm. you're you're is it like a weight's been lifted off of you kind of yeah Oh, that's interesting
1: it feels like a lot of a lot of stress you know i i guess you'd really have to know a lot of my life but um it really did like i started seeing a lot of colors differently i started mm-hmm actually smelling fresh air i actually you know look i used to look out the window and see nothing but gray um but now i can look out a window and see the sun and smile <laughs> you know i was i was diagnosed uh bipolar manic depressant back in 2009
2: uh-huh.
1: um so yeah it it's it's been a huge huge transformation
0: that's that's actually pretty fantastic I like to hear that. That's really cool. Now, the all is going on with all this intensity. You managed to do a show, and I don't know how you did all that.
1: Uh, which one?
0: The the one with Mrs. Perry.
1: Oh, the one where um, yeah, we're still planning that one. Um, we're still trying to find you know the the best location. Um, basically, because of the premise of mm-hmm. the uh, the episode we are the documentaries that we're doing. We need to find certain places.
0: <laughs> uh, so tell my audience what what is the basis of this particular investigations?
1: Um, so I'm sure I'm allowed to talk about it. I don't know, but we'll see. So we want to do something that's a little different. Um, We also want to stick to places that aren't overly investigated. You know, like I love. There's there's so many places that we've been that I love going to: Um, Hinsdale House, Wildwood, Mansfield Reformatory. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's so many stuff out there that everybody's doing the same places. Right. So we want to get and find places that aren't well known that nobody releases episodes or documentaries on, but we want to do something that involves mine and Jenna's, um, what what sort I want to use, Um, I guess our personalities. Mm -hmm. Um, She's more, she's a demonologist. Mm -hmm. And so she works a lot more on the dark side and me being spiritual, working more on the light side. Okay. So we want to see if there's a way that we can get into locations that have dark negative energies Mm -hmm. that are potentially holding back the lighter energies from talking or speaking um, and invoking, you know, the angels that we use to help. Uh, While at the same time sticking to one story of the location. Okay. So it's not going to be an investigation where you walk around and hope to talk to somebody or release everything that you find. Mm-hmm. Um, but stick to one story and, and, and tell that, you know, particular spirit story.
0: Gotcha. What are some of the locations that you guys have investigated so far?
1: As a team, we actually haven't done any filming for an episode yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just uh went and did an event uh with Cindy Harper at Sweet Springs Sanitarium. Mm-hmm. Um and then Jenna and I were guest investigators at Mansfield Reformatory. Um so that's all we've really done together. We all live in three different states. Um me, her, and our director of photography. Um yeah, we we just we don't live near each other, so we get we get together when we can.
0: Oh, okay. That's right. Sheila, you lives in, you live near Akron, correct? And then she lives in Connecticut. Is it Connecticut or Vermont? I
1: I know she just moved. Um, she might still be in Vermont.
0: Okay. I know there was quite a space there.
1: Yeah. Robin, uh, she's in New York.
0: Okay. Yeah. You guys are all over, aren't you?
1: Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I love New York state.
1: It's a nice state. Um, we just went up, my wife and I just spent our anniversary in Niagara Falls.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Totally forgot how boring of a place that is.
0: <laughs> you want to hear something really hilarious? What's that? My grandfather was one of the engineers on the dam there.
1: Oh, nice. My wife would love that. She, yeah. I took her. She's all about it. She loves it.
0: Yeah. And he, um he was a Mason, an actual Mason. And my dad worked for him for nice. a short time so I was I went there as a kid quite a bit to visit my grandfather so and he was always proud of that damn it always scared me
1: well see there it's now now it's not so boring now I know a little bit of history <laughs> I think that's awesome <laughs> I know somebody who helped build it
0: <laughs> yeah my grandfather <laughs> yeah I always thought that was hilarious growing up I always thought that was such a an amazing well, That is a cool. that history. is cool though yeah, yeah. absolutely my next question is paraflex i love that stuff i i just i love the channel and how did you get involved with that
1: um well natalie is a very good friend of mine i love her to death mm-hmm. um i i had posted on facebook one day very randomly and we hadn't even spoken we've never talked before When i posted this I had posted that I was thinking about starting my own production company,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: which would entail, you know, going out, helping um, teams film, you know, because there's so many people out there that they want to release episodes. They want to release documentaries, but not all of them have the means to the equipment. Not all of them have means to do it or know how to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what I wanted to do is I wanted to start a production company that went out and did all of this. Um and help them film, help them edit. Mm-hmm. And Natalie got a hold of me and was like, Hey, I own Strange Goat Media. Do you want to partner up? And uh we talked for a couple hours on the phone, and um, I ended up being becoming co-owner of Strange Goat Media with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she just came to me, she's like, I am working on this, and I was just blown away. I was like, that, that's a fantastic idea. And so she came to me with, uh, doing the logos, doing the designs and, you know, kind of helping get things on the roll. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I, it, it was really just something I worked for. I, I, you know, I worked hard for the position that I got at Paraflix and, you know, I, I just, I, I can't thank Natalie enough.
0: That is incredible.
1: they was just putting in hard work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, I always, I always told someone the other day, I said, our passions don't seem like work, but it is hard work.
1: It really is. And uh, I actually use the, the, when I go to work once in a while, like if we get new people and I tell them what I do, they're like, you work here. I'm like, I get paid to do my hobby, which is I, I do landscaping.
0: Oh, um, my yeah.
1: So for me, that's a hobby that you know I get paid to do. I get paid to go do what I love every day, um, and then I I work on paraflex, you know, and and I don't I don't feel like I work.
0: Right. <laughs> I it's so funny because we were performers all our life, like you were, and, um, and you know you work so hard, but yet you you feel so fulfilled at the end of the day when you do something you love.
1: Oh, yeah, you really can yeah. um, it's especially when you know i uh one of my favorite things is when I'm done editing an episode for anything or anybody uh, my family they they don't watch it until i'm done mm-hmm. um, i'll I'll have my wife preview and review a couple scenes that if I'm not you know I don't like, I'll let her give her input um, but they don't watch the final product till it's done and they won't watch it from my computer. They wait until it goes on to Paraflix and they put it on the TV and they watch it. Um, and it, it it's great because I'll uh, my three-year-old daughter will put something on Paraflix <laughs> that has me in it. And she goes, and she'll just point, she go, that's daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so she loves, she loves seeing me on TV. Um, so it's, you know, and that, that's the one thing that I love the most about it is that's what Paraflix is about.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that you, you'll, my daughter my kids will probably never see me on travel channel or discovery or discovery plus none of that. And that's fine with me. You know, it's, it's, that's what paraflix was for, was for teams that want to do this, but it's hard to get on national TV. So
0: this is,
1: this is your opportunity to be on a streaming network.
0: Well, exactly. And there's so many talented people that no one gets to see. And I always tell people, I said, I, I was talking with someone one time. I said, some of the most talented people I know aren't famous.
1: Absolutely. And you there, there's some, there's a lot of stuff on Paraflix. That's such great quality.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's to me is actually better than what you see in a movies or see on TV on national TV. Um, because we put our hearts into this, you know, we're not, overly worked going from TV show to TV show and, you know, rushing everything. We actually take our time and put out a decent product.
0: Yeah, that is so important. And, you know, sometimes on Paraflix, I get to see stuff I don't get to see on regular TV as well. You know,
1: and yeah, I, sorry, I was taking some drinking some water. Yeah,
0: that's it. Okay. And that's very <laughs> important, too, because some of the shows, and I love the shows. don't get me wrong. but on Paraflix, I feel like if I'm watching something, I get more of the story.
1: oh, yes, because you you know, we
0: there's no fluffy fluff. you know what I mean?
1: Oh, oh, yeah. Um, a lot of it actually comes down, you know, we're not we're none of these teams are ghost adventures um you know it's mm-hmm. ghost adventures will spend two weeks at a location and tell you it's a oh, one 24-hour lockdown they're there for two weeks wow um when we filmed sleepless in salamanca we had one night mm-hmm. we had one night to film everything so you know i i i just There's so many, there's so many people, so many teams on Paraflix that all have different ways of investigating and there's so many different ways to learn from. And you're right. You don't get that on national TV. Right.
0: Exactly.
1: Because majority of them do the same thing.
0: Yeah. It's very true. Just different equipment. Yeah very much so yeah and the more i'm looking into this the more excited i am about meeting people cuz i meet so many amazing different kinds of people
1: oh i don't my big thing with my team is i don't use equipment mm-hmm. um we walk around with cameras mm-hmm. and that's it cameras yeah. and microphones we don't we don't do the christmas lights we don't do the um REM pods. We don't do any of that.
0: Mm. I like that actually. (laughs) I think that's really cool.
1: (laughs) Well, I've, I, I have a theory behind it and, you know, I think it's something everybody should really consider. And it's, um, you know, we go to investigations and Mm -hmm. we hear all the time and, you know, I've said it, we've all said it, that spirits only have so much energy to use. So if you're sitting in a room With 10 different devices, you don't know how much energy the spirit actually has to light one up. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's take one microphone, let them use their energy to talk. Plus, what a lot of people don't put into consideration is the amount of EMF and frequency that is going out from everybody in that room. So if you're staring at a REM pod and telling it to go off, you're creating those um, EMF waves that could potentially cause that EMF or that millimeter to go off. Mm -hmm. And you think it's a ghost. Right. So, yeah, I don't like I don't like them.
0: (laughs) Do you ever like when you're not an investigation? How do you now? You obviously are sensitive. Do you see them? Hear them? Do you? I don't.
1: I don't see, um, I, I have only very few spirits have I seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, they're mostly here at my house. Uh, I probably have like nine of them. Um, but no, I don't, I don't see them on an investigation. I, I get the feeling, um, I can tell you if it's male or female, angry, upset, mm-hmm. s- sad, happy. Um, but no, I don't see, I don't hear unless they're, um, highly audible, you know, then I can, I can pick up on voices, but no, mine is mostly just feeling and sensing.
0: Wow. You have nine in your house.
1: I collect haunted items.
0: Okay. As a, <laughs> you are a busy man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have a whole room full of, I built specifically for, um, haunted items and i probably have about 13 scrying mirrors
0: oh my gosh does your daughter see these by any chance
1: i think she does i my daughter uh what's the best way to describe her i she's an old soul Mm -hmm. she is an old soul um She's just miraculous. At it, she's only three. Um, she already knows her ABCs, beginning to end, um, and she speaks them clear. She's complete, full sentences.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, she's just something else. I, I do think she's going to be better than I am at all of this.
0: She sounds absolutely darling.
1: She's just a free spirit, runs around, sings all day, whistles. Um, I don't know. I needed her in my life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, sometimes they come here to teach us.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Definitely. So you collect these haunted items, and I I would assume you have them in a special room, correct?
1: Yes. Okay. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> None of them are negative. None of them are negative. Uh-huh. Um one of them didn't like me at first, but we're good friends now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you had a conversation, didn't you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did.
0: <laughs> That's <is> great. <laughs> so with all these projects you have going on, and you also have your own t-shirt company, is that correct?
1: Um I did. Um, I've been off and on working on planning one and just not really you know, some things do have to go on the back burner because I do everything myself. Yeah. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, I understand. <laughs> How can I take on so much? <laughs> so what is next for you? I mean you you're doing you're burning the candle at two ends. But what is next for you, like?
1: Um, I'm ready to get, you know. As soon as the ambulance and Nocte is ready to go, I think we're going to go film. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping this book is good. Uh, it's still, you know, I still got a working title on it, um, but it's going to be focused around a lot of shadow work, um, <laughs> more like a personal diary kind of thing about, you know, what shadow work is, mm-hmm. how it works, um, how to do it, and in every segment there's going to be like a personal story about me and what that part of working on shadow work did for me mm. um so it, it's still it's still a work in process
0: i think it sounds amazing i think that will be a wonderful book for people and it would probably help a lot of people
1: i hope i, I i've had a couple people read it so far already and i'm uh It's what I want.
0: Well, Mike, how can people get a hold of you?
1: Uh, Wow, I really suck at my own social media stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I don't use it very much. um,
0: Mike, I like you. You're amazing.
1: (laughs) I'm mostly on Facebook, if anything. Um, You'll you'll probably find me. I think it's M. Hatcher or Mike Hatcher. Um, You'll see me. It's a picture of me and Natalie, of course. Mm Um, Instagram at Mike Hatcher official, yes, that is correct. Okay. And Twitter is at my catcher, which is my, and then like a baseball catcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a funny story behind that one. <laughs> Please tell. So, when I was in fourth grade, mm-hmm. um, I is my first time playing baseball and a lot of people think i make this story up, but it's, it's 110% true. So we had to meet for a game early because we were doing, uh, team photos Mm -hmm. and I'm sitting on the bench and the coach walks over and he goes, where's my catcher? He goes, where's my catcher? Mm -hmm. And he says it like three times and our catcher stands up and he goes, I'm right here. He goes, no, where's Mike Hatcher? <laughs> so that's always stuck with me since I was in fourth grade.
0: Oh, I bet that's actually kind that's cute. It's very cute, so people can also see you on paraflix, correct
1: um my neither of my teams are up well, I take that back uh Dead Republic's first documentary, Wildwood Sanitarium is on there mm-hmm. um and you can also find me paranormal puzzle with you and I research. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I do a lot of work with them. So I'm in quite a few of their episodes at Wilson castle, wildwood sanitarium. Um, yeah.
0: Well, if you guys ever come to Fort Wayne, please contact me.
1: I am hoping to get out that way soon.
0: We have some wonderful places here for you guys.
1: I like to drive and gas prices are terrible.
0: I Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Don't <laughs> you even mention that. Don't. I know. But you need to come. You need to come see the Bell Mansion here. We have a lot of spots here. That you guys I, could
1: possibly investigate. I would have probably have to do some research into that area.
0: Yes, please do. Please come and let me know if you are. I'd love to, like, meet you guys for dinner.
1: Was it Bell Witch Manor?
0: The Bell Mansion.
1: Bell Mansion hmm Let me type that down.
0: I will actually send you. Fort Wayne. Yeah.
1: So I haven't been to Indiana since Monroe House.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not from here originally. I'm from Dayton, Ohio originally. I'm a transplant Okay, nice. I miss my hometown. But <laughs> I'm here <laughs> nevertheless.
1: Me. I'm ready to leave Ohio. I'm ready. Where are you from? Again. originally? I'm from Ohio. Oh, and you're ready to leave. Yep. I left. Um, I actually moved in 2009, 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually went to the art Institute of Pittsburgh and, uh, I moved out there and screwed my life up and moved back home.
0: Oh, oh. <laughs> that's a beautiful yeah. museum out there.
1: Uh, they do have the the one that i haven't gone to they built when i i think they built it when I was leaving uh the warhol museum mm-hmm. yeah. um I have not been to that one yet.
0: oh, I love it. um I was a dancer for thirty years and i I taught a workshop in Pittsburgh and I went to the Warhol museum and that was a lot of fun.
1: I loved that pittsburgh great city, yes, if you were not an alcoholic like I was. <laughs>
0: Well, that's true, but you know what? You're not anymore.
1: Nope. That's uh, that's probably the great best thing, best thing for me.
0: Mike, you are an incredible human being, and I am so glad that I had you on Twilight Tonic.
1: Oh, I was ha- happy to be here.
0: And please keep in contact with me, you and Janon, because I'd love to interview you guys this fall, especially when your show is up and running.
1: I'm hoping it gets going soon. Um, we're, we're planning a few things uh, we're still talking a few things we just got to finalize a few things <laughs> yeah
0: totally understood um,
1: but I, I know we're gonna we're gonna start doing something here soon uh, I'm, it shouldn't get back out there
0: wonderful Mike it's been amazing and thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to talk with me tonight
1: oh absolutely anytime All
0: right, have a great night
1: thank you you too bye, All right, bye.